All right, we're out of here, guys. Peace. Hey, so, what, what? Go ahead. So what happened? Wait, wait. Before we go, what, before we go, what happened to Johnny? What happened to Johnny Acid? Well, I kind of had PMS and stabbed him. Yeah, we she st- we we buried him in the backyard, <laughs> and then the cats dug him up, <laughs> and then they buried him back. So now, dogs, honestly, the dogs no. peed on him. All right, all you podcasters, it's now time for Talk CDL, the trucking podcast with Mr. Trucker and Ruth Ann, who calls himself Mr. Trucker. It's kind of weird. Hey, drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, write this phone number down, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. Hey, Ruthann. Hey, Troy. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm doing good. You're doing good? I'm doing good. All right. You know it what? It just doesn't sound right coming from a German. Yeah. <laughs> we can get into the accents. Believe me, I've learned a lot in trucking. But anyways, you had a pod. I do. What's the pod? The pod is about whether or not you have rights to refuse a load in bad weather. Are, are you serious? This is an actual pod? An actual topic? Yeah. So there's actually people debating whether you have the right to refuse a load in bad weather. I think what it is is they're unsure whether or not they can because their dispatcher scares them into thinking they don't have rights. Well, I, want, I got a question for you. When you say can they refuse, so it's refusing it from their, their company. Right. Is that the question? So, so this one is, does a driver have the right to refuse a load mm-hmm. when, when, when he feels it's an unsafe trip mm-hmm. or it's bad weather? So I, I, so I just want to make sure of one thing. So he hasn't picked the load up yet, but let's say, this is an example. I'm in uh, North Carolina, right? And I just got a load to Montana, and I know that there's a storm going to be going through there tomorrow. Is that what it's talking about? So I don't want to take that load because I know tomorrow it's supposed to be bad weather. Or is it they're in a place, they're at a, they're at a shipper now, and it's bad weather already coming, and they don't want to leave. In the bad weather. That's more what it, yeah. Okay, then I want to hear. I want to hear what, do you have an article? Do you have stuff you looked up or is no, it, do you I have, have an opinion? An, I have an article. Okay, let's hear um, what you got. From a lawyer. From a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Johnny Law. Mm-hmm. That's a cop, so the lawyer. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear what the lawyer says. So, and what I'm also going to do is read the actual, like it's, it's called, it's for an employee protection. It says, do I have the rights to refuse to drive in dangerous road conditions. Because see, a lot of drivers say, oh, no, I just got to keep going because I have to get this load delivered. And we always, well, you always say, you know, you're the captain of your ship. You can you can do what you want. Absolutely. Well, that's true. Under the Employee Protection Provisions of Surface Transportation Assistance Act. Remember that? Read that again. Surface Transportation Assistance Act. 
You have the right to refuse to operate a commercial vehicle if it would be unsafe to drive. U.S. Department of Transportation regulations state that if conditions become sufficiently dangerous, the operation of the commercial motor vehicle shall be discontinued and should not be resumed until it is safe to drive. Okay, so this does not mean that you have the right to refuse a load just because snow is forecast or because you think the weather could turn bad. Conditions must be bad enough at the time you refuse, whether at the start of the haul or at some point along your route, that it would be unsafe to operate a commercial vehicle. Unlike the depth of your tire tread or the thickness of the brake shoe, both of which can be measured easily with the right tools, gauging whether driving conditions are unsafe is somewhat subjective. Are you driving in the mountains or over a steep grade? Have you observed other vehicles having difficulty with traction and control? What are other drivers saying about the road conditions ahead? What kind of freight are you hauling and how is the weight distributed? You must take all such factors into consideration when making a judgment call as if as to whether conditions are too dangerous. I agree, but I'm actually and you know, I'm not surprised. But as you're reading all this, and what's the act called again? Service service something? The surface surface Transportation Assistance Act. The Surface Transportation Assistance Act. Yeah, the surface meaning the road. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, I would be insulted if I had to go to somebody to ask if I can refuse a load. I would quit a job before I would endanger myself and endanger the public. Well, you're not going to someone. All you're doing is proving, because they claim this, this STAA is surface transportation. Well, STAA. Okay, but you, you're not understanding something. There's a reason why that article is on the internet. There's a reason why the question is even asked, do I have the right to refuse in dangerous weather to drive? Okay, and... That's because there's a bunch of drivers that don't understand that you do not have to. That's why Toxedial is always telling these guys, look, you are the captain of your ship. You're the person in control of that. Let me, let me just start with this. If you go down the road in icy weather because your dispatcher knows he's getting a bonus for getting a certain amount of freight delivered, okay, and he bullies you into taking that load, and you wipe out, you, do you realize... Every one of those dispatchers is going to come to court and they're going to say, I made him do that. Blame me. I'm the guy that pushed him to do it. Don't, do not worry about that trucker. Put me in jail for killing those people. Right? That's what he's going to say, right? Mm. Do you think he will? Well, I mean. He'll never say that. He'll never say that. He'll deny it. Mm-hmm. He'll deny telling the trucker to. They're to, not gonna. They're not gonna sit there. In fact, they would. They probably would even try and say that they didn't force them. Exactly. So you know, whenever someone's trying to force you to take a load in the weather, first off, I would want it put on my Qualcomm. Well, that's what that's what they say here. Is if you're, it says that if you're going to refuse a load, to make sure that you keep it in writing, whether it be in cab, email, or text. Or, you know, some form of message that way. Make sure that there's a record of it and why you're, you're doing it. Whether it be, you know, the vision, you know, there's a whiteout I can't see. I, I've got to pull over because it's just completely unsafe. It says keep a record of it. Look, don't get me wrong. 
if there's some truckers out there that if a if a snowflake is on the ground, they're going to claim it's dangerous. Okay, but first, to be honest with you. Most know when it's dangerous and when it's not. And that's the thing is they said, you know, basically the snowflake, it's not too dangerous to drive. It's when they're calling for others. And it says here, um, you know, when it says about refusing to drive in bad weather and it says to communicate and to make sure about that, especially like if um, imminent freezing or rain or anything like that. And it says, whenever you think you might be fired for refusing to violate any commercial vehicle safety regulation, keeping document is a good idea. In the case of refusing to drive in hazardous weather, obtain weather forecasts from local news and information from the National Weather Service. If you have a smartphone, take photographs of your Qualcomm and text messages documenting your refusal to drive and your clearly stated reasons for the refusal. Obtain names telephone numbers and other drivers who also are facing these same adverse conditions there's you can also if there is where you had such an issue you can go to the STAA which is the Surface Transportation Act and you can actually file a claim and there is a statute of limitations you know you have to file it within like 180 days of of if you are fired for it or something to that effect but anyways i did want to bring that out because of all the bad weather that happened well now i want to add to this do you remember a couple years ago, and my gosh, I, I want to say the name of the company, but I don't want to say their name if it's not them. But and well, well they're not. That, that kind of made it a little no, hard well, for you. It, I think it was <laughs> I think it was old Jevic, which they're not in business anyways anymore. But it was either Jevic, it was a New Jersey company, okay. But there was a driver coming back from Boston, and his truck was broke down in snow. Do you remember this? And because he couldn't start it. He froze. Almost to death. No, he lived. But they told him, he said, he said, man, I'm gonna, I guess wanna I gotta get to a hotel, man. It's it was like five degrees out. And they said, You leave that load, you're gonna get fired and sued, and we'll ruin your deck. I mean, they they like threatened him with all kinds of stuff. And this went on for a while. This guy was there for like twenty-four hours or thirty-six hours. You can look it up. Anyways. This guy ended up getting a lawyer because I think he got frostbite or something. Yeah, I'm going to try and look it up. Look it up. And this guy literally got, it was like 11 or $12 million out of this. You say, is that why they're out of business now? No, heck no, man. That company, that company went out of business for, with poor management or something. They, they were like a billion-dollar company. And it might not have been Jevic, but I remember it was in that corner of the country to where... They literally, and this was dispatch. And you know, let me tell you something about dispatch. This is the truth. Dispatches, dispatchers get the blame for a lot of stuff. But let me tell you something. It ain't dispatch. It's the guy above the dispatch, the load planner, the operations guy. All right, the guy with the big set of cojones. He's the one telling the dispatcher what to do. Okay, 99% of the times when you have a dispatcher trying to make you do something, that's because somebody's down his back. Uh, making him make you do that. I'm going to tell you that right now. You find the article, Ruthann? I'm trying to find... It happened in New Jersey where the guy was was uh, forced to stay with his truck. He was forced to stay with his truck and nearly froze to death. In poor, man, it might, it might be five years ago. It might be seven years ago. But it was pretty recent in time as far as I'm concerned. But anyways, this goes back to can I refuse to do something? Now, there's a truck driver that literally didn't want to lose his job, 
making good money, and because he was threatened, he puts his own he puts his life in jeopardy over this. You are the captain of your ship. Take it from Talk CDL from Mr. Trucker, okay, and Mrs. Trucker. Oh my gosh, I'm reading it right now. Yeah, you got it. What was the company? Who was the company? I'm looking for it. I, I know it's a company from that area, like New Penn or Jevic or one of those companies. You know what? It might have been. Uh, it might have been. Uh, no, it wasn't them. Who was it? Trans Am. Trans Am. In January 2009, he was hauling a trailer of meat across rural Illinois at night. The truck was running on fumes when he pulled up to the side of the road after his company, Kansas-based Trans Am, gave him muddled information about a refueling location. That's this one. You might be talking about I a am, different I'm one. I'm picking a one in New Jersey, but tell me about I'm, the Trans Am one. Let's hear it. Um, let's see. Read it. Well, i got to get back to where I was. I, it moved. With the temperature outside and Arctic level negative 27, the brakes on the 50-plus-foot trailer froze. Not his cab, but the trailer froze and locked on position. He radioed in and was told to expect a repairman within the hour. The engine was designed to be incapable of idling, and the heater in the bunk area of the cab wouldn't work. So the driver bundled up. He woke up three hours later with no sign of a repairman, blue with cold and numb. He said, I couldn't feel my feet. The temperature gauge inside the cab was registered at negative 14. He phoned a relative, his speech slurring one of the symptoms of hypothermia. He climbed from the cab and could barely stand. Calling the office again, he was given two choices, to drive away, drag in the wheel-locked trailer, or sit tight. He figured it was impossible, the second disastrous. I was afraid I was going to die. In fact, he was afraid to drive away because he was slurring and... You know, so he could, he was so incapacitated he couldn't even drive. Right, so he unhitched the cab from the trailer and, despite below being low on fuel, managed to drive to a gas station a few miles away. Then, within fifteen to thirty minutes, returned to find a repairman finally on the scene. After repairs, he delivered the meat. He got fired, didn't he? But Trans Am fired him for abandoning his load. There you go. He abandoned the load. You you must go down with the ship, trucker, because. I'm I'm Trans Am, and I'm going to tell you now that your life must stay with that. In 14 below zero degrees. Seriously, how crazy is that? I hope that dispatcher got fired. Um, he said it took seven years. It's been seven years um, when this, because this report's from 2017. So it said it was seven years that he struggled to get consistent, decent paying work, um, especially as his record said he had abandoned a load. Yeah, exactly. Now, did he abandon the load? No. He drove down the road to get freaking and get his freaking body warm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. See, now, there's an example. Did he have the right to refuse to stay? Did he have the right to say, no, I'm not going to stay here and die in this weather? Because that's basically what that comes down to in that case. It's no different than do I have the right to refuse to drive in a dangerous situation? And here's a company telling them, you must stay with that load. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Or drag it. And there's no way he can drive. That's crazy. And so bottom line with this, guys, is there's, there's the act. Ruth Ann just read it. The Surface Assistance uh, Transportation Act, Ruth Ann, mm -hmm. is that what it's called? Yeah. So you guys can quote that to your next uh, 
argument you may have with a company that's trying to force you to run when you're tired, to run in bad weather, to run in any kind of a dangerous situation. But I'm going to tell you something. Instead of quoting that law, pump up your gonads and tell them you ain't going to take the damn thing in that weather because that's really the way it's got to come down to. But on the same side, I'm going to give you another piece of advice. Don't be a candy ass and refuse to drive if it's just a little tiny bit of snow out there, okay? You can drive in packed snow. You can't drive in ice. You can't drive in slippery, windy weather. Ruthann, what do you got? Um, it, this, this hearing went in front. It took seven years and went before seven judges to finally, like, did anything. He won. How much did he win? Of the seven jo- judges, six sided with him and one found in favor of the company. So he won. Bottom he won. Hey, look, I'm not knocking Trans Am. I'm just saying, at that moment, whoever was in charge of that situation was wrong. And don't get me wrong. I'm going to tell you something. You got these dispatchers that are dealing with guys that lie to them all day long. But when it comes to dangerous, dangerous, dangerous weather, dangerous, dangerous, tired being tired in bad weather or freezing cold weather, there, there sh- you should always side. If you even th- you think the driver's BSing you, it doesn't matter. You need to side with the driver because, believe me, a lot can happen in a bad way all because you're trying to force these guys to do something. Ruthann, what else you got? One of the things that he won yeah. was his backdated pay. Uh-huh. So that was had to be years of backdated pay. And then... Um, how much did he win in the lawsuit? I don't. I haven't read that yet. Okay, zip through it real quick. I'd like to know. Now I wonder if it's maybe it's the same one that I was. What year did that happen? Two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine. So it was ten years ago. It may be. May, I was thinking New Jersey. How? Imagine that. My memory was bad. <laughs> you know how bad he's got a bad memory, people. I I do not. I don't exaggerate, and I don't have a bad memory. You no, know, he does both, and you know dates. Forget it. Right. If, if, if you're trying to figure out what a date is, he'll say, oh, that happened two weeks ago, and it happened like five years ago. Or if it's, that happened yesterday, it happened, you know, two weeks ago. And if, if he's then, giving me looks. But he's horrible. He's horrible. Then they don't even care about that. Honestly. Mr. Trucker is not wrong. So, okay, so anyways, if you're still around, Mr. Javik, I guess I take back. I thought it was you guys. Not a big deal. Um, so, all right, so Trans Am, they've owned up to it. I'm sure they paid them off. There's, there's been numerous, numerous times where uh, truck, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, a trucking company did to me one time. And they're not even in business anymore. And, and the guy wasn't, he didn't force me, but do you remember, I don't remember if you remember, I had to take this one load to the convention center in Seattle. And it was Friday night, Friday night in Richmond, Indiana. And he asked me, he said, I need, I got a load sitting in the yard. It's got to get to the convention center. It was in the winter. And guess when we got, whenever the solos got to go to the Northwest was when the candy ass teams (laughs) were afraid of the snow. That was the only time I ever got those Northwest loads. In the summer, all those stupid husband-wife teams, right, that thought their shit didn't stink, right, they all got those Northwest big, long loads because they loved that, and they were running the West Coast. But they, old Troy and all the other 
um, uh, young truck drivers for this company would get would get the crap loads whenever the favorite teams didn't want to take them. So I got offered a load in the winter going over Cabbage to Seattle, and he puts his arm around me. You know what he says? Hmm. I need it there Monday. <laughs> Can you do it? I was just a young guy, man. I'm like, sure, man. Sure, Dwight. That was his name, Dwight. Mm-hmm. I actually liked him. He was pretty cool. He's one of those dispatchers that if you were getting a, 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 a bad load, he'd say, hey, Troy, it's your turn to get screwed. You got a Brooklyn. Like, he literally wouldn't pull any punches. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he put his arm around me in the dispatch office. He goes, um, I need it there Monday. You think you can get it there for me? And you know what? Me not wanting to disappoint anybody, right? I got it there. You said, yeah, I'll get it there. I, I, I got it there, man. I ran the entire time. And then they gave me a hotel and I slept for a day. But it, it was what it was, okay? Um, it, it wasn't that I was bullied into it. But when you got like a senior dispatcher and you're a young trucker and they're and they and they give you that, hey, can you do it for the team? You know, that's almost as bad as, you know, trying to force you to do it. You know, you know what the bottom line is, okay, you shouldn't put anybody in a situation that is dangerous. Really you shouldn't. I'm just saying that. As, no, you shouldn't. If yeah. you're not gonna do it, why expect someone else to? Right. And that's just the bottom line. So yes, the answer to the answer to the very question twenty minutes ago when we asked it, do you have the right to refuse the load? Absolutely. Yes. I'm gonna tell you that right now. That shouldn't even be asked. We shouldn't have had to even talk about that. But unfortunately there's a lot of you drivers out there, and not just new drivers, there's a lot of guys out there with impressions on things that they're supposed to be doing. Like, for example, you have to wear steel tip shoes or closed closed boots as a driver there's no law Mm-mm. there's no law know the law guys the law states you can refuse a load in dangerous weather and the law also states you don't have to wear steel tips or, or boots to drive a truck should you drive uh, should you wear boots or or closed tennis shoes at least to drive absolutely be professional Walk into a shipper and receiver professional that's another subject we should talk about that right flip flops versus boots Flip-flops. Flip-flops. Remember that dude, Ike? The guy that made the video? Flip-flops. Flip-flops. He's pretty cool. I like Ike. (laughs) He's on YouTube. Anyways, um, so there's your answer, guys. You do not have to take a load if it's a danger to your life. All right? So know the law, know the rules, and be a man. And and ladies, you too. Don't let anybody force you into doing anything that's a danger to yourself. That's Talk CDL's advice. Ruthann, you got anything else? They can't can't hear you shaking your head now. Well, I was going to say, you know, when the weather gets really super bad, they were shutting down and telling them either, you know, some of the highways were shut down, get to safe, but they were actually lifting the ELDs for the restrictions so that the drivers were having time to get to safe places. Yep, and that's a good thing. So, so just right. watch for that. And if you're in a situation where the weather's bad and you want to not drive, make sure you get the pictures Make sure it's because it's dated and timed exactly when it's happening so that you can refuse that load without having any repercussions. I agree. I got nothing else for this. Honestly, be a man. Do what you need to do, drivers. And look, honestly, one thing I will tell you, don't take our advice here as for you to go refusing loads uh, just because you don't want to take loads, okay? If you're a truck driver working for a company and they give you a load to the Northeast, all right, and it's not dangerous weather. You signed up, man. You can get fired. Yeah, take the yeah. You can get fired for refusing that load. So take the damn load. You're a trucker, okay? My gosh, I, 
Right. And I ran so much New York City when I hear of a trucker that says he doesn't go to Pennsylvania or New Jersey because he put his t- I heard a guy tell me one time, I've been driving four years. I put my time in. You put your time in? Put your time in? What the hell does that even mean? Take the damn load. If it's not bad weather, take the load. Oh, I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent here. I... I- Gosh. Troy makes faces when he does that stuff. I, I know because I didn't. Because ref- <laughs> you know, I don't. Ref- I never refused loads. I know, but it's just funny when you get yourself. I don't refuse loads. It just, but I don't, there's faces I that come with it too. But I didn't refuse loads because I didn't like a city or a town. Did no. I like going to Boston? No, I can't stand it up there. Did I like going to New York City? No, except for the bread and the pizza. But other than that, no, I didn't care for it. But did I say no? I won't go. No. I've been there 10 million times in a tractor trailer. So please take the damn load unless it's dangerous. That's my, my final thoughts. Final thoughts. Praise the Lord. Peace.